for the good of this podcast, I must I must look up naked ladies on couches. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. And I'm Darren. And today we're going to be discussing a puzzle game of the point and click variety. We're going to be discussing four last things. This is one that you suggested that I play, and you seem to really love this. Tell us about this game. This game is... I don't know. How would you even begin to describe this game? You are a guy, and... Oh, great. That's very specific. (laughs) And then you have committed all the seven deadly sins, and you want to be absolved of them. And so you go to a parish, and then in a very Monty Python type comedy, they're like, oh, well, we can't forgive you for those sins. You have to do them all again. And then we can absolve you of those sins and the ones that you did in other parishes. And so then you got to run around the town and commit all those sins again and have a lot of fun in the process. As far as art style, it is very classic in the fact that it's... It's free. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's been taken... Uh, he basically took elements of classic paintings and re-merged them in different ways to make the setting and the characters, which is why they walk in kind of a funny way at times and move in a funny way. But it's very beautifully done. Yeah, it's great. It looks good, but it also looks silly at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's very, would you agree, it's very Monty Python in a, in a sense, in those little middle sketch bits, like. Oh, certainly. Like, this is very Gilliam animation style where he took other things and used them to animate bits of story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when the game starts, it's like, it starts off in the Garden of Earthly Delights. And I'm like, if it's got my man Hernos Bosch in the hair, I'm all over it. It's great. <laughs> As I know. <laughs> Spoiler warning. You're going to hear a lot about him, I assume. <laughs> I'll try and lay off the art history lesson. You know it's coming. He though. won't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a fairly cheap game. Uh, do you know the base price for it? It's like five bucks, is it? Some of that? I, don't know, I think so. It's a fairly cheap game. It's about, I think, $8 base, but it definitely goes on sale. I didn't pay $8 for this. I paid two, I think. It's roughly a, what would you say, a three-hour game? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So keep that in mind when buying it. Not a lot of replay value, except in the fact that it is very funny and you might want to play it again. But there's not a lot of extra things to find. Not really. I mean, even the even the achievements, they pretty much pop up with the game. Like, there's a couple of missable ones, but it's easy to 100% complete. And I'm pretty sure you could probably speed speedrun this in 45 minutes, to be honest. Once you know what you're doing. Yeah. There aren't that many different screens. I think maybe eight total. But it's a lot of fun. I would definitely recommend it, but as always, on sale. I think this one is a good one to look for on a sale. Joe Richardson, are you familiar with him? Has he done other things? Is he going to do other things? Yeah, he's in the middle of kickstarting another game, which is the same art style. He's just, obviously, from the success of this game, he's making another one. So yeah, he's made he's made another game. It's called The Preposterous Awesomeness of Everything, um, which I haven't played. Um, but that was released in 2016. Um, that would have been a year before this one. Though. Right. And so, and that's about the same price. It's about seven, seven bucks for that one. Um, but he does have a new one coming out. It's called, <laughs> it's called The Procession to Cavalry. And that one is going to come out. Well, it says probably 2020 for that one. Same art style, same everything. More of the same. Python-esque is what they said. So yeah, not bad. I'll be buying it. It's now time for us to actually talk about the game. So, this is your last warning. Off you pop. Happy sinning. (laughs) Spoilers ahead. Alright, here we are. Uh, Four last things. You start off in the Garden of Eden, which 
I recognized because you subjected me to Bosch before. <laughs> subjected you. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. I mean, I, I do think that it is an amazing style of art and painting and so many things happening in one image. Yeah. But in this case, we're very, very focused. It's just Adam, Eve, a serpent kid, and some... God. Well, they're weird creatures too. But yeah, God is hanging out there saying, don't eat the fruit. Eve keeps trying to talk you into it. It's probably where we should warn that they're a couple not safe for work or kids <laughs> things in this game. So uh, it starts off very much where they're mostly naked. Yeah. And she's trying to entice him to eat the fruit. And God keeps saying no. How long did you sit there and read all of what they were saying? Quite a while, quite a while, but it's been a long time since I played it, so I don't remember exactly what they said. I waited until both of them started repeating. I probably waited until they looped as well, yeah. It took a long time. <laughs> they were saying a lot of things. There was just one where Eve was saying, if you eat the fruit, I'll show you what's under my fig leaf or something yeah. like that. <laughs> That's the most memorable one. God was saying some very funny things as well. Even the serpent, weird serpent kid, his description of him, it's just so funny the way that your main character, in this case Adam, but later whatever random guy yeah. his name is, it's just so funny to me the way that they both respect the painting, but are also mocking the painting at the same time. And Serpent Kid and these weird creatures were just setting that up, because you're going to get that throughout the rest of the game. Uh, you get essentially three things you can do with each person. One is... You look at them. One is you... So you can touch them, I think. Yes. So there's... Uh, you can look at them. You can... Which gives you a description. You can do something with your hands, which sometimes is touching them in some way. Sometimes is hurting them in some way. Sometimes is just applauding. That's right, yeah. Which he does a lot. Yeah. And the third one is... What's the third? There's always three things, right? Speaking. Ah, yes. You Most of the time, you can speak. There are some that you can't, but yeah. So those are your three choices all the time. Well, you can speak to the church right at the beginning of the game when you walk through to where the poet is. If you go to the look down in the valley to the church and if you click speak, he goes, hello, church. Oh, he's not saying anything back. <laughs> I didn't know. That's something I didn't find. You have to eat the fruit. And when you eat the fruit, you wake up as random guy. Some pleb. Yep. Who we'll find out is actually one character formed from two pieces of like art from two paintings, right? And you basically have to go to the church. You're trying to be absolved of all your sins. And it's like you said at the beginning, they say, well, you didn't sin here, so we can't forgive you of them. But if you commit all the sins again here, we can forgive you of all the ones here, which will also absolve you of all the ones from everywhere else in the world. Yeah. So it's a jurisdiction problem. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Off you pop, happy sinning. <laughs> All the people in line, you can find out some of their examples of what they did. And basically then you, you're into the game. You can't really do anything on this first screen except get your mission and get out. So you get out and you walk through an archway and there's the poet who you can't do anything with yet. There is, when you walk to the left, there's an old man with a pig, which you also can't really do anything with. But I think this is one of those times where if you look at him, he says, wow, he looks amazingly like the saint something from a painting, yeah. which is exactly where it was lifted from. And then you go a bit further, there's a woman washing laundry in the background who you can't interact with. There are 
lazy business people sleeping. Yeah, it's a lazy landowners, yeah. And the weird meta Kickstarter group. The landowners, we'll talk about this, so we are getting into spoilers here. Yeah. Landowners are just being very, very lazy, and you have the option to lie down. And I went, well, this is going to be easy. This is going to be sloth. And it was. <laughs> uh, this was the last one I got, man. Really? Yeah, because I lay down with them, but you can get up at any point. Oh, of course you can. You have to wait. you got to wait. Yeah, so I waited. I must have waited. I think you got to lie down for like 20 or 30 seconds. I must have laid down for 19 or 29 seconds. And it's like, oh, this isn't doing anything. All right, well, I'm off. And then, yeah, it wasn't until the very end of the game where I just laid out in there. I'm thinking, this has to be sloth because I haven't found it yet in anywhere else. And then I just walked away from my computer to make a cup of tea or something like that. And then I heard the, the wheel spinning and stuff. I was like, oh, I got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got this one very easily. But what I didn't get was the jug that's right. on the ground. That's I didn't right, see yeah. it. It looks so much like a part of the scenery. I totally missed this one. Like, you had to help me find this one. Because I was looking everywhere for this thing and couldn't find it. And there are other kind of tankards and stuff, but you can't reach them or touch them or interact with them. And I was just getting really frustrated. And the thing that really bothered me is there's the part with the blacksmith who complains that his only job is making glasses for drunk people. I'm like, well, I have money now. Make, make, make me, me one. one. <laughs> and they're like, no, you've already used this one. Mm. Point and click. Adventure oh. games, right? So, uh, yeah, so you, I, I love the whole Kickstarter discussion. Yeah, and it ends with going, this is too meta. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> This is also where you realize he's not going to hold back on imagery because this surgeon is basically poking around inside the other guy's skull. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you also have the giant egg with musicians in it. Straight out of Bosch, that one as well, yeah. From here, we can walk on and we get to the area with the tavern. And outside the tavern, there's a guy <laughs> who you have to figure out, is he blowing... What is Something about, like, he's got a bowl... And he's smoking into the bowl, and they're saying, is he smoking into the bowl, or is that really a straw, and he's drinking his soup? <laughs> what is... <laughs> There's a whole issue of your character describing what it looks like, but not really sure what's supposed to be going on. There's the very diseased drunk man. Yeah, he comes in handy. There's a band playing, so this is, again, another time where you get to applaud. There's a window that says, peek here, where <laughs> yeah. you get to... Peek in on the beautiful lady lounging on her bed. But if you try to talk to her, some matron pops up and kicks you out. Calls you a pervert or something like that. Actually, is one. this is one thing that doesn't work as well in the game. Because she pops up and there's some description of her. But it's always so fast I can never read it. Right, yeah. There is, next to the people playing music, there's this guy. Oh, the dancing jester idiot. Yeah. Who just turn side to side, but is literally called this guy. There's an old lady selling somewhat rotten, off vegetables. Yeah, rotten vegetables. Which you can steal. Very important. And that that's this screen. There, yeah. there is a statue that becomes important later. Yeah. So you go into the tavern, and there are these couples and kids playing, and a woman playing on the piano, and pretty easy again for me. Oh, this one was like another, yeah, very easy. Um, you talk to the one guy and you just, you have basically three chances to say I envy that group or those kids or whatever and then boom, 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 the wheel comes <laughs> up and then you you have it, envy. Yeah. <laughs> and even your character I think says, wow, that was pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this is where the beer is but you can't get it yet. If 
like me, you didn't have the jug. If you got the jug from lying down, then yeah, you could already be on your way with this one. Well, yeah, and I was, but I was on my way to my character getting drunk. Can you drink it? Yeah, you can drink it. And if you drink it X number of times, then you just like fall over and vomit or something like that. Oh, I missed out on that because I was so objective focused by the time I finally got it. Yeah, because I, no, I hadn't been to the doctor's office. I didn't know anything yet. So I was just like, oh, you got beer. Sweet. I'll drink tons of this. But yeah. And then after a while, I was like, okay, this must be for something else because uh, or I need to give this to someone else. Um, but yeah, that all comes into play later. And I like that. And that, that's the thing you have to do with the point and click adventure, especially one that's so small. Like you said, so contained. There's like eight screens. So you need to, I mean, if you labeled them as A through G or whatever, it's like take mug from A, but you can't use it at B yet because you got to do something at C, you know? So it's like, you need to pick things up and move them around and because you've only got a set amount of space that you can work with. But this game is, it is a point and click, but it's not like the old school traditional stuff that doesn't make sense point and clicks. You know, it's like, oh, let's combine the chewing gum with the hairdryer to make this and stick it to the side of the wall. And then that burns a hole in the, in the wallpaper and you find a secret key. It's like, no, you give the beer to the guy and then you collect his urine because you need to fake a, a pee test. So like, everything kind of makes sense in this and you know what you should be doing, but you're just like, ah, oh, but why won't the chisel work? Why can't I use this on this? I know I need to chisel this statue, but why can't I? It's because you can't do it yet because you've not done step B. So yeah, it wasn't as frustrating as like Broken Sword, for example, you know, or some one of those like old school point and clicks. Yeah, I haven't played that one, but I've definitely played others that were quite irritating. Do you have Broken Sword? I think so. Ooh, there's a buyer's remorse. <laughs> he's been doing this, like, for the last two weeks. Been, everything I say, he's like, oh, there's a buyer's remorse. I, I basically picked the next few that I want him to play and been waiting for him to give me the same list and... Yeah, I, it's coming. It's he's, just... he's got a list of about 40 long <laughs> if we go by just our discussion. But on this podcast, <laughs> point and click uh, puzzle. Let's talk about well, the blacksmith. So we go in. I love that in every screen, there's music happening and there's source visually for where the music is coming from. Mm. So yeah. here again, we have just a guy on a guitar, I think, playing. So you, and every bit of music is different. Every screen has different music. Did you jam with the loop player for the achievement? No, I I tried, but maybe I was too far away or something. Uh, he did that stupid thing where he said, oh, I don't play alone unless it's for a lady or something. And mm. I was trying to jam with everybody, but <laughs> I was doing it incorrectly, apparently. That's a shame. All right, well, I guess I have a reason to go back in and play yeah, then. Yeah. You can't really talk to him, though. You just get to applaud. You talk to the blacksmith who's annoyed because he could be making great armor and swords but he's annoyed that it's a time of peace mm. you get to peek in a window where there's a party going on yeah and a very disturbing dancing baby yes which your character is going to refer to the ally mcbeal baby from a long time ago <laughs> but i think says something like that's anachronistic so i can't deal with that <laughs> it, that, that's from a different time i can't talk about that you have to find your way into the back door you talk to the creepy lawyer who needs a paper from next door. Next door, you go and you can't talk to anybody because they're all busy, except for the random guy hanging out by the door. Yeah, the loiterer. <laughs> who apparently is the way into getting what you need. But you have to solve a riddle because, of course, you do. Yeah. And in this one, it's a riddle which is very clever because of what this game is and how it works. So you have to find about your face 
and your body and where they came from. Now, at this point, I wouldn't have seen that yet because I, I got here. But uh, you, I don't know. With the lawyer guy, basically, I said, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Uh, did you try to tell him no, that you were too nice to take advantage of these people? No, no, I just went straight. Because, I mean, that's the whole. this is the only time in playing a game that I can actually play as a bad person. Because usually I'm always a good character and I don't like to screw people over. So why is it better? Because you're going to be absolved in the end? Yeah, because, well, that's the whole point. You can't be good in this game. You can't complete it without being bad. So it's like, yeah, I'll help you rip off these poor people and steal all their money. Yeah, I'm in. (laughs) But I I don't remember the riddle. That's the thing. I don't remember the answer to the riddle. And I don't remember what the riddle was. It was something about... All right, well, we'll get to that. So uh, on the other side of the alleyway is the doctor... To deal with the doctor, there are two things you need to do. You need to give... Well, there's a monkey with a bell. It's very irritating. And I tried many things to get the monkey to stop before I realized I could just give it the rotten vegetables. And he'll happily eat that for, like, the rest of the game. You can get through, but the doctor won't help you because you're not diseased enough. And even when you have money later, he won't give it to you. So you're kind of out of luck unless, as you said before, you collect the drunk guy's urine to show the doctor who wants to keep it as a sample yeah but then allows you to take the three things you want which are the appetite suppressant a love potion which i didn't actually get to try to use and a poison poison. yeah so of course you take the appetite suppressant because you want to win the pie contest at least that's what i thought right i'm greedy i took all three things but i did this much later understand i'm telling you from a hindsight view it took me 2.8 hours I looked up to finish this game. It took a lot longer than that of me going back and forth and back and forth trying different things. I went out, I got um, the vegetables, I got the... Go into the next scene, which is kind of by a canal or river. There are two guys fishing who you can't interact with, but you can steal their fish. And you can sort of get a dog to follow you around. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. It didn't really seem to have a purpose. But again, music is in scene. I think it's called like a ship of fools or something where they're off playing the music. There's a blind painter who you need to convince to do a portrait, which I didn't realize at this point I could have actually done. Mm. I assumed I needed the money, so I just took off. I tried to take on the Pie King. I thought it was a mini game. It isn't. I couldn't win. Putting the fish in the pie didn't help. Putting the rotten vegetables didn't help. I was stumped. There's a very quiet scene as you walk back from there where it's just the edge of kind of nowhere and there's just a sheep there but you can't interact with anything not yet i was very frustrated by that one because i felt like i should be able to do something so i kept going back there and couldn't do anything because that comes into play right at the end doesn't of it? course yeah, yeah but i didn't know that and i i felt like if the game is that small everything must be important and so i kept looking and kept getting frustrated there was nothing there but then this leads to well <laughs> when you go back there is the group of people having a fight with spoons and pans and instruments, which is basically how they're described. And you can't interact with them, but looking at them is kind of funny. You go to the museum. And this is one of your favorite spots. This is my, yeah, definitely probably the favorite spot in the game for me because it's just, it's a museum. Yeah, you can look through, I think there must be about 50 paintings in there. There are a lot of them. All from the Renaissance. And it's not just like you don't just get to look at them small. You can click on each one individually and you get it close up as big as your monitor will have it. And you can get to see a lot of cool artwork. Um, Like I said, it's got got tons, tons of Renaissance work and it's got, it even has like, yeah, the full triptych for the 
Garden of Earthly Delights, which is always a pleasure to, to look at. Um, you've got Bosch, you've got Brugel, you've got, well, Brugel the Elder and the Younger. You've got a number of things going on here. But you can't really talk to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that there's a red herring in here. Um, wouldn't be surprised. Because here's the thing. So in this room, there are two things you need to do here. One is you need to find where your pieces came from. So there's a painting that's described as a painting of a man with a familiar face. So you have to figure out where your face was painted. What is the name of the painting and who is the painter, I think. And then, so I went back for that. But then you have to find where your body came from. So I had to go back again. Uh, So I went back and forth to the sort of tax office probably two or three times before I wised up. And you take that back. Now you can get the thing for the lawyer. You walk next door, give that to the lawyer, and the lawyer gives you basically an unlimited amount of money, which is fantastic. Pretty sweet. Uh, at this point, I was feeling pretty good. I can get my portrait now. But then as I was doing it, I realized, actually, there's a ton of ways to fake out the painter. And <laughs> see, I could have gotten it for free a long time ago. I tried a few random things, uh, but the only two I could get were one that looked like me. That was the easiest one. And one that was sort of the description of the woman in the Pikir room. But the painting I got didn't look quite like her. And she didn't seem to like it. The poet guy didn't seem to like it. I was stumped. Like, you had to help me with this one. Yeah. Yeah, because you get your own portrait, and then that's when you can chisel the thing. Which I was able to do. The mallet and chisel are very close by. I gave them to the blacksmith without even thinking (laughs) of anything. I didn't realize that. Or maybe it came down as one of the... Oh, you mean to sharpen your chisel? Yeah. What did you do for him? Because I did it, and I had to do a sexy dance for him. Yeah, so did I. Oh, okay. I thought maybe there was more than one There's way. probably another option, but I wanted to see what <laughs> this guy's sexy <laughs> dance looked like, so... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you do that, and then, yeah, because th- this whole last painting is for the poet. Yes. And because he wants inspiration of a beautiful woman, blah, 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 blah. But even, so you do the painting, you take it to him, and he's like, nah... The brush work is bad. Yeah. And well, that's exactly... painted by a blind guy. Right. So. But that's exactly what the woman also says. And the I played for her the music, and she didn't like that. That wasn't enough. It was too abstract for her. <laughs> yeah. And nothing else. She didn't want the dead fish. She didn't want the rotten vegetables. <laughs> well. <laughs> she certainly didn't want money. She felt offended by that. So. I mean, do you actually ever get to use the money in the game? I don't think you do. I think you don't have to. It's just like you just get it just for the greed part. No, no, it's not greed. Greed is the pie contest, isn't it? No. No, it's I, gluttony. Yeah, greed is the money one. Yeah, that's right. So you get it for that. Um, I I guess you didn't really need it. I was I gave it to the painter a couple of times when I was trying. and Oh, I suppose you can do it at the end when you give everything to that one guy right at the end of the game. Yeah, so you can offload all your worldly possessions onto that guy. Oh, yeah, you could definitely do that, yeah. I think that gives you an achievement. Uh, maybe I should, yeah, go back there and just get all these achievements. But yeah, that's basically it. But with this one, once you finally have that painting, and this frustrated me because I was being stupid, <laughs> I saw the painting of the woman in the museum, and I went, well, if I could just take him that one. But everybody was looking. I didn't realize that there would be a way to just switch them. I was trying to find some sort of distraction, but didn't really need it. Now you just click on it and swap it. (laughs) (laughs) So have that, take it to the poet. The poet likes it, writes a sexy poem, 
which you steal. You give it to the woman in the room. And for some reason, when you do that, the matron is not there. She's only there if you try to talk. But if you're silent, she'll never notice. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, you climb through the window, apparently over where she would have been, but... Yeah, maybe it was her lunch break. <laughs> something. But you have a bit of romance time yep. with the sexy woman. And if you try to do it again, he will say things like, Oh, I didn't want a long-term relationship. Yeah. Did you, how many paintings did you, did you get, did you get the achievement in the gallery for art critic? Did you look at? Yes, I looked at all of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause you got to examine all, I think it's, yeah, 40 paintings in the gallery and then you get that art critic one. Yeah. I was trying to see, because of my recent trip to Europe, I was trying to see if there are any that I'd actually seen in person, which I don't think that there were, but definitely some artists that I had seen in museums. Not the actual artists, but their work. <laughs> Unless you got a time machine bill. For their museum, like their mummy inside the museum, no. Uh, just, uh, I, but like I said, I don't think I saw any of these specific works. Right next to that is also the statue, which did you say what we chisel the statue into? We can, we can chisel the statue into a bunch of things, can't we? Right. So- There's Lita and the Swan. Yeah. The You can actually reform it back into the shape it starts as. Yeah. It says something about a phallus, but I don't think you can actually do no, that. No, because it says, it says I'll make it into a copper phallus. And he's like, but this isn't made of copper. Ah. So I can't do that. So you can click on it, but you can't get it. Or use your portrait of yourself to carve a statue of yourself, and there you get pride. Yep. From that point, it's uh, back to the... Well, you're down now done with the painter, which that was the frustrating part, because I kept thinking that for the longest time, there was another combination I didn't have. There's one that was talking about a homunculus, which is a tiny person usually of odd proportions. So I was kind of thinking that it might be the little guy from the art museum. Right. But there's no option for a black robe or anything else that would actually fit him. And I just wondered, is there another combination I need? But no. Uh, But it's very funny. Even though I had the money, I kept using the funny excuses for, oh, I paid by check. Or... (laughs) I used surgical tweezers to drop in the coin so as not to disturb the bird on the edge of the cup or something like that. <laughs> so over-the-top funny. But now the Pie King, right? Yeah. So uh, appetite suppressants do not stop him. Pretty much nothing stops him except for... The poison. And which he dies. Yeah. Wrath. Double kill. Wrath and gluttony. <laughs> right, because now his pies are fair game. Yep. I'll eat this. That was delicious. I'll eat that. I'm almost content. Oh, I'll eat another one. Now I'm very content. I'll eat another one. Ooh, now I'm a little full. Now I'll eat another one. Okay, but, you know, I probably shouldn't eat any more. <laughs> so you just keep, have to keep shoving them down until you're yeah. done. And that's, I think that's pretty much the game, right? That's it. That's all the sins done. Yeah. Yeah. Seven sins. Uh, I could do it very quickly now, I think. Yeah. But we... Back to the church. Go back to the church. And in the church... There's a beggar inside the church who you can apparently give... Do you give everything? You give everything, yeah. All right. I probably should have done that, didn't. I gave some things, have the fish and <laughs> vegetables, because I kept bring, I kept picking up extra ones just in case I need them. And I should have given him everything. I didn't even think to do that. But you walk through, there's a sort of bishop or something who's speaking in Latin and a translator and some other guy. And basically ends with just you saying, I want to be absolved, and there's pretty much only one 
ending, right? There's uh, yeah. no. I don't think there's another. There's no alternative endings to this. Because I think there's one person like, I think I've changed my mind, but I don't think you can change your mind. So now you get to the scene that bothered me because I didn't know what there was. You basically have to leap of faith. Yeah, leap of faith. While people watch and cheer on. Mm. And this drops you into the other part of the triptych, which is... Yeah. hell. Yeah. And it's beautifully kind of animated. This scene deserves to be animated. I would have liked to have spent more time here. I would have liked to have seen actually just more of this whole thing being animated. It looks so active even in its original form and and still, but it doesn't take much to take that. And well, I'm I'm sure it took a lot of work, but (laughs) it doesn't take much imagination to take some of those things like the man pooping coins and just turn the coins into being actual active things that are happening. But you as a character, this is it. This is the end for you. You just get to hit a rock for the rest of eternity. Oh, really? A terrible punishment for all the things that you've done. If you commit every single sin, like, oh, you can do what people do in prison. In Yeah, but I'm doing it for eternity now. Yeah, that's true. And I cut my life short to do it. Yeah, but at least you're not the guy that's being eaten and pooped out. True. By the owl. There are worse people to be in this picture, <laughs> to be sure, but... It's a, it's a bummer, but that's what you get. And the moral of the story is, don't believe anything priests tell you. <laughs> and there it is. I enjoy the game, I'm not sure. Is there anything else to discuss about it? I mean, it's short, it's fun. I don't know what else What else we would have to say. Yeah, I mean, like, I think one of, one of the things I... I this game reminded me of is right at the beginning when it's like, oh, we could use the loophole. It's like, don't tell them about the loophole. Immediately, I, my mind just went straight to Dogma, the movie. It's like, just a funny, it's funny how loopholes seem to get into these religious kind of movies and games as well. Um, but yeah, no, there's that, that, that's it. I've, I'm, I'm laying off the, the Latin stuff that I've written down and the, the well, look, game is done. Give us your Bosch lesson that I know you're dying to give. Honestly, there's not much here. But no, like, just like... Oh, go ahead. Just I go like ahead. the, I like the, the Latin at the bottom of the painting is, 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 uh, it just says, beware, beware, the Lord sees. So it's like that, that the circle in the middle, and then you've got the, because you've got the seven deadly th- sins and the four last things. And so what are the four last things? Because like, people who play this game, you know, they're probably not interested in, an art lesson or what what they are, but the four last things are the four last things that your soul does before you move on. And it's death, judgment, heaven, hell. That, those are the four last things. And it does all four of them? Yeah, I mean, yes, death, well, no. I mean, I guess if you get into heaven, you skip the hell part. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are, those, are the, but those are the four last things. If you've been bad, that's, that's, your, that's your soul's kind of path. Um, but no, it, it is interesting, like, so yeah, this 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 Bosch painting might not actually be by Bosch, but by one of his students uh, that followed him, like one of his. This painting is the one it's named. The whole game is named after. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which what's the name of the painting? It's called the Seven Deadly Sins and the Four Last Things. So this game is just called Four Last Things. But and uh, that painting is in the museum. It's a what is it? A circle surrounded by four other circles. Or? It's like yeah, it's like a circle. Uh, that's got the seven deadly sins in a wheel. Which is the wheel that spins when when you you achieve achieve them. Yeah. And then the, at the top you've got, I can't remember exactly. I think you've got, um, death judgment and then, or whatever, but the four corners have four smaller symbols and those are the four last things. But yeah, he definitely signed off on it. 
is what the scholars are saying. Like Bosch definitely um, signed it, but he might not have painted it. And the the, the scholars who like obviously basically okay everything, and there's like a Bosch research center. Basically, they're the ones that have said, yeah, it was probably done by a student who could really like really capture his work pretty well. But they've noticed like a few lazy parts that maybe Bosch Bosch wouldn't have done. Um, but he was in on it because his signature is 100% legit. But that's just uh, interesting. They think maybe maybe he did one and it got damaged or something like that. And then he's like, quick, quick, I don't have to, I'm working on something else, you know, because they're all, what's the word? They're all um, commissioned. Commissioned, yeah. So it's like, I'm, 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 I've got three years of work here on this other one. You do it. I'll, I'll just sign it. <laughs> Who knows? But a lot, a lot isn't, isn't known about Bosch. Like, we don't know, really know when he was born. Um, his family, he comes from a family of painters. Um, uh, he married into money and then joined like some weird secret society. And so a lot of people think like, oh, it's, especially the Garden of Earthly Delights, which is incredible. But a lot of people put these weird meanings into it and stuff. But some people just think, nah, he was just a pious guy that just painted in the teachings of his um, brotherhood that he was a member of. And they were deeply religious. He wasn't into some weird Satanist stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. No, he was just a very um, religious, religious guy. And that's why all the, even like, like all the stuff in the paintings with the music, like why is music so evil? Because there was a big thing back then where you can just imagine like all the, all the old people were like, oh, I can't believe they're using musical instruments in the church. It should all be done by the choir. And that's why, that's why he, all his music stuff is in hell because music was the path to, to ruin basically. Anyway, I'll just shut up now. But yeah, if you want to read more about Bosch, I'll maybe try and find some links and stick them on this this uh, on this page. Um, it's interesting what you said. You'd like to see that triptych animated. Someone actually has animated it, and you can find it online. I'll try and find that as well. Um, and there's a good website. I think it's a Dutch website, but I think you can get it in English as well, where they'll take you on a like a a, a tour, like a. You had me do that one. That one is an fantastic. Audio tour. It's yeah. really good, yeah. Yeah, so I'll try and find all those links and put them down in the description. Gaps filled or more gaps created. <laughs> you know, so I think, is that the one where they figured out the music notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they recreated it. They made it. it. 